Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Tuesday, November 8th. U.S. equities finished higher but well off the highs of the day as some caution may have set in ahead of the results of today's midterm elections. The economic docket was relatively light, with the most notable report being the Small Business Optimism Index, which declined in line with expectations versus the prior month. However, later this week, we will get a read on October's Consumer Price Inflation, or CPI, along with commentary from Fed officials after last week's rate hike. Treasury yields were lower, and the U.S. dollar lost ground, while crude oil prices fell and gold jumped. Earnings reports offered varied results as Lyft posted a larger-than-expected loss, while Activision Blizzard and DuPont beat earnings estimates, with the latter announcing a new share repurchase program. Asian stocks ended mixed ahead of a busy conclusion to the week, while European stocks were higher as the international markets grapple with economic data and recent monetary policy actions. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 334 points, or 1%, to 33,161. The S&P 500 Index increased 21 points, or 0.6%, to 3,828. And the Nasdaq Composite advanced 52 points, or 0.5%, to 10,616. In moderate volume, 4.5 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5.1 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil lost $2.88 to $88.91 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price rallied $34.60 to $1,715.10 per ounce, and the dollar index fell 0.5% to 109.59. In equity news on Tuesday, Lyft, ticker symbol LYFT, reported an adjusted third quarter loss of $1.18 per share, noticeably lower than FactSet's anticipated $0.49 loss, as revenues rose 22% year-over-year to $1.05 billion, close to the expected $1.06 billion. Logan Green, co-founder and chief executive officer, noted that the company saw, quote, a higher number of active riders, rides, and drivers than we've had since COVID began, reflecting strong organic tailwinds, end quote. The ride-sharing company issued a fourth-quarter guidance range that was roughly in line with estimates. Shares of Lyft plunged over 20%. Activision Blizzard, ticker symbol ATVI, posted adjusted third-quarter earnings per share of $0.68, cents, above the $0.50 cent FactSet estimate, as revenues X referrals declined 2.66% year-over-year to $1.83 billion versus the expected $1.70 billion estimate. In January of this year, Microsoft, ticker symbol MSFT, announced plans to acquire the video game holding company for $95 per share, and Activision Blizzard Chief Executive Officer Bobby Kotick estimates that the transaction will close in Microsoft's current fiscal year ending June of 2023. Looking forward, the report stated, quote, while the company remains cognizant of risks, including those related to the labor market and economic conditions, we expect to expand our global audience and deliver renewed growth in player investment, end quote. 
Activision Blizzard expects fourth quarter revenue to be 5% lower year-over-year or better, and net books and total segment operating income to each grow at least 20% versus the prior year. Shares rose. DuPont, ticker symbol DD, announced adjusted third quarter earnings per share of $0.82, north of the $0.79 estimate, as net sales increased 4% year-over-year to $3.32 billion versus the anticipated $3.22 billion, while organic sales rose 11% versus the same period a year ago. Ed Breen, executive chairman and chief executive officer, said, quote, Despite a continued challenging macro environment marked by substantial cost inflation, we delivered better-than-expected top-line and bottom-line financial performance through disciplined operational execution, including necessary targeted pricing actions, end quote. The chemical company approved a new share repurchase program authorizing the repurchase and retirement of up to $5 billion worth of stock. DuPont moved its full-year outlook to the low end of the prior guidance ranges, which were roughly in line with estimates. Shares traded higher. Stocks are coming off a solid weekly drawdown as bond yields jumped and the U.S. dollar was volatile after the Fed raised rates by 75 basis points for a fourth straight time to try to cool off inflation, adding to global economic pressures and threatening corporate profits, as discussed in the latest Schwab market perspective titled No Stopping the Fed. Meanwhile, as third quarter earnings season heads down the home stretch of the 445 S&P 500 companies that have reported results thus far, about 58% of topped revenue expectations and roughly 70% have bested profit projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Compared to last year, revenues are 11.7% higher and earnings growth is on track to be up 3.3%. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, discusses in her article titled Disappearing Act Earnings. Now, earnings weakness is starting to materialize across a broader swath of industries with hits coming from a strong dollar, weaker demand, and aggressive monetary policy. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter at Lizanne Saunders. Additionally, Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, notes in his article titled The End of Earnings Growth, how the earnings outlook is dimming as the economy slows, which could result in cuts to earnings forecasts and downside for stocks. However, Jeff points out that UK earnings have been a surprising outperformer. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop, and you can read all of our market commentary on our insights and education page. And you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Tuesday, the National Federation of Independent Business or NFIB Small Business Optimism Index for October declined to 91.3 in line with expectations and versus September's 92.1 level. The index posted the 10th consecutive month below the 48-year average of 98. 33% of owners noted that inflation was their single most important problem in operating their business. The NFIB said, quote, owners continue to show a dismal view about future sales growth and business conditions, but are still looking to hire new workers. 
Inflation, supply chain disruptions, and labor shortages continue to limit the ability of many small businesses to meet the demand for their products and services, end quote. Treasury yields were lower as the yields on the two-year and 10-year notes lost seven basis points to 4.65% and 4.14% respectively, while the 30-year bond rate was down three basis points to 4.27%. Markets continue to digest last week's monetary policy decision from the Federal Open Market Committee, or FOMC, which delivered a fourth straight 75 basis point rate hike and suggested the central bank will likely remain aggressive in tightening monetary policy. The FOMC decision is discussed by Schwab's director and fixed income strategist Colin Martin, CFA, in his commentary titled, Fed Hikes Aggressively Signals More Hikes to Come. Colin provides a look at how stocks slid and Treasury yields rose, as comments by Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell suggested the peak Fed funds rate may be higher than initially expected. Elevated bond yields and the volatility in the U.S. dollar have fostered choppiness in the markets, with the Fed leading the global monetary policy tightening charge. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses this in her article titled Markets to Fed, Slow Down, You Move Too Fast, and how, if these trends continue, the Fed may end up slowing its pace of tightening but not stopping it. You can follow Kathy on Twitter at Kathy Jones. The economic calendar for tomorrow will remain light, offering only the MBA Mortgage Applications Index for the week ended November 4th. In international news on Tuesday, stocks in Europe finished higher in a cautious trading session amid a host of economic data and as investors awaited results from the U.S. midterm elections. In economic news, France's trade deficit widened more than expected, and Italy's retail sales rose versus the prior month, but year-over-year growth declined. The Eurozone's retail sales were in line with expectations on a month-over-month basis, but declined less than anticipated year-over-year versus the prior month's reading. The markets continue to absorb recent monetary policy decisions from the Fed in the U.S., which delivered a 75 basis point hike for the fourth time, as well as last week's decision from the Bank of England to raise its benchmark interest rate by 75 basis points, the biggest increase in over three decades. The Fed and Bank of England's decisions followed October's move by the European Central Bank to raise its benchmark interest rate by 75 basis points for a second time. The British pound and the euro rose versus the U.S. dollar, while bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. were lower. Mounting inflation worries have also added to the market uneasiness and pushed the monetary policy tightening on both sides of the pond while being exacerbated by the persistent energy crisis in the region due to the continued war in Ukraine. However, in his latest article titled Central Banks Stepping Down, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses how central banks seem to be stepping down from aggressive rate hikes, which may lead to a year-end Santa pause rally for stocks. The UK FTSE 100 index ticked 0.1% higher. France's CAC 40 index increased 0.4%. Germany's DAX index rose 1.2%. Spain's IBEX 35 index was up 0.5%. 
Italy's FTSE MIB index gained 0.8%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index advanced 0.7%. Stocks in Asia finished mixed as investors look ahead to a busy week, including the start of today's U.S. midterm elections and some CPI data later this week. Additionally, mainland Chinese and Hong Kong stocks led the region in losses after failing to continue a recent rally that was driven by lingering rumors of a potential end to China's zero-COVID strategy, despite the government's attempts to dispute the reports. The speculation surrounding China's potential end to its policy has fostered a large amount of interest as the country continues to try to stabilize its economy that has been hampered by COVID-induced lockdowns. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on China's situation in his article titled China Q&A Top 5 Questions, discussing various topics including inflationary concerns, currency movements, government policies, and more. The markets also continue to digest a number of recent global central banks' monetary policy tightening, with the Fed's 75 basis point rate hike last week joining the Reserve Bank of Australia's decision to raise interest rates by 25 basis points for a second straight meeting, along with further forceful moves from the Bank of England and European Central Bank. Aggressive monetary policies outside Japan and China have led to volatility in the bond and currency markets to add to the choppiness in the markets. In economic news, Australia's consumer sentiment declined sharply from the prior month, and the country's business confidence index noted no change in conditions. Japan's leading index, used to project the future direction of the economy, fell more than forecast, while the island nation's household spending rose more than expected versus the prior month, but increased less than anticipated year-over-year. Japan's Nikkei 225 index gained 1.3% as the yen was unable to continue a recent rally, remaining near multi-decade lows versus the U.S. dollar. South Korea's Kospi index rose 1.2%, while Australia's S&P ASX 200 index and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 index traded 0.4% higher. However, the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index declined 0.2%, and China's Shanghai Composite Index lost 0.4%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will be headlined by reports out of China, including the Asian nation's CPI, PPI, and new yuan loans. 